Good morning. It's Thursday, February 22nd. National Chili Day. Ooh, chili on a nice cold day. Nice bowl of chili. Some crackers, a little cheese on top. Yes, please. I'm hungry. I'm realizing now that I'm hungry. And now, the news. Let's start with some Boeing internal affairs news. You know, like we always do, when in doubt, talk about the hirings and firings of the Boeing company. In response to the time a door flew off a plane and then a bunch of other screws were just never put on other doors, Boeing has replaced the head of their 737 MAX program, as well as shaken things up in general within the company, and replaced Ed Clark with Katie Ringgold. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You want something done right? Promote a woman. Couple of pieces of Biden news for you. First, because the Trump stacked Supreme Court wouldn't let him do it the way that he wanted to the first time, Biden is still working to cancel student debt for as many people as possible, a group that now includes an additional 153,000 borrowers. Emails to announce that your debt had been forgiven were sent out on Wednesday. I didn't get one. They were originally meant to be sent out in July, but they're ready to cancel this round of debt right now, five months early. So here we go. And then in not even remotely connected news, but it is still Biden, so we're going to just keep it in the same segment. The White House is reportedly considering an executive order that would restrict migrants' ability to seek asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border if they crossed illegally. Important to note here that no final decision has been made, but uh, no one's going to be happy about this because obviously something needs to be done about the border. But when you can describe something as reminiscent of a Trump era action, for sure progressives are not going to love it. And conservatives just don't want to agree with Biden on literally anything. But in particular, they believe that chaos at the border is good for Trump. And that's all they currently care about. So they're going to have an issue with this as well. Also, This is not an easily done action, as Section 212F of the Immigration and Nationality Act, which is how this would get done, does allow a president to suspend the entry of non-citizens who are, quote, detrimental to the interests of the United States, but that is not the authority to just, like, close the space between ports of entry for everyone. 212F is what Trump tried to use as well, and a federal appeals court ended up ruling that 212F authority does not override asylum law. So he wasn't able to get it done that way. So we'll see. TBD on whether Biden even actually goes through with this. A Michigan man whose two-year-old daughter shot herself with her dad's revolver last week will be the first charged under the state's new safe storage law. His daughter was shot on February 14th and has been in critical condition since then. Two years old. What are we doing here? Listen, the law is a good idea, but if you don't have the critical thinking skills to know that you need to safely lock up a gun when you have a two-year-old in the house, I mean, kids in general, but a two-year-old, how are you deemed responsible enough to get a gun in the first place? After the Alabama Supreme Court shocked us all, by ruling that frozen embryos are children and afforded the same safety and protections of actual kids, the University of Alabama announced that they are suspending their IVF services out of fear of criminal prosecution. 
Now, the university will still offer egg retrieval, but it will no longer fertilize eggs or develop embryos. A senior staff attorney at the Center for Reproductive Rights said that this ruling, quote, does not appear to create criminal liability for IVF providers in the practice of IVF or the creation of embryos for IVF, end quote. But what it does, what all these laws do, is create confusion and fear, and they lead to things like this. Now the University of Alabama is not going to offer a service that people want and need because they are afraid that their doctors are going to be criminally prosecuted. And finally, in confusing news, the Teamsters Political Committee has given $45,000 to the RNC, the max they're allowed to donate, and $15,000 more than they donated to the DNC. But, like, uh, they know... Has anyone told them that Trump is the leading Republican candidate? The same guy who hates unions, thinks striking workers should be fired, and can't even be trusted to run a company, they know that, right? Now, this isn't necessarily a surprise. A lot of union members support Trump. But it's always confusing. Because if you're pro-union, and then you vote for someone like Trump, you're voting against yourself, you know what I mean? Silly gooses. And speaking of Trump, we are waiting on two Supreme Court rulings, hopefully coming this week. The first is a ruling in whether or not, as president, he has full immunity to, I guess, do anything he wants, but specifically, in this case, full immunity to do federal election-stealing crimes. So we're waiting to hear about that, and then, of course, we are also waiting to hear what the Supremes will have to say about whether or not Trump can be removed from the ballot in Colorado. So, we'll see. And that's it. That's the news. Lots of news coming up. I hope we hear more soon. But before we get to it, and before I dive into this nice bowl of chili that I'm just imagining, because I don't have chili in front of me right now, because you're warm and a little cheesy, I'm proud of you. 